Hi guys, welcome back to the Real Time Podcast. Uh, following on from our gaming episode um, recorded for episode 5, we're doing a wee bonus addition here because we've had a suggestion of five games um, from our good friend Alex, who um, has graciously suggested we talk about these things. Um, took some time to give you some good suggestions, so we're going to honour that. I'm going to have a wee chat about Five games that sure the listeners will recognise. Um, have to say I don't recognise some. But um, before we get to that, um, I'm going to introduce who we've got here. So I'm Craig. I work for Real Time, and we've I think a newcomer to the Real Time podcast, and um, and Lauren who's come and joined us today. So say hi, Lauren. Hi. And uh, we've got Phoenix here as well. Say hello, Phoenix. Thanks, Craig. Hey guys, it's Phoenix here. Um, and I'm going to be telling you a quick round of our pick of the week's news. So in recent news, Boris Johnson has came back to 10 Downing Street and he has been speaking out with 10 Downing Street, saying that we have are turning tides on this disease, but lockdown won't be relaxed anytime soon. And any detail changes coming out soon in the following days. In other news, earlier this week, Captain Tom has released his number one single, You'll Never Walk Alone, on Radio 1, and he is the oldest person to claim that title, and he is 99 years old, and it is the fastest selling song of 2020. In gaming news, the rapper Travis Scott had brought out a virtual concert event in the game Fortnite and over 12 million players logged into the game to go see it. So we've got the games here. I'm going to quickly run down the list of games we've got here. So Alex has suggested we talk about Half-Life Alex, which I've never heard of, uh, Portal, um, Life is Strange, Limbo and Last of Us. So first question guys, um, I'm going to come to Phoenix first. Which of these games have you played? I have played Portal, Life is Strange, Limbo, and The Last of Us. I've seen uh, Half-Life Alex on YouTube, but never played it. You've never actually played it. But you, Lauren, what ones have you played? Um, I have played Last of Us, Limbo and Life is Strange. I've heard of Portal and I've heard it's a really good game. I think I've heard of Half-Life, but again, haven't played that either. Cool. So immediately we've got homework, because I have never heard of Half-Life, Alex, either. Um, I've played Portal. Um, I don't think I've ever played Life is Strange. I've certainly, I don't think I've ever played Limbo, and um, I have Last of Us next door, um, in my in my PlayStation game cabinet. Um, haven't ever completed it, but it is a it's a fine game. Um, right, so of the games we've played, guys, I'll come to Lauren here first. Of the games that you've played on this list, Lauren, what are the be- what are the best ones? What's what's the ones that really stand out for you? Personally, I think Life is Strange has stood out for me due to the story, the art style, and just just the, like, I don't know, it's just a really beautiful game, beautiful story, beautiful art, and it really blew me away in plot twists in there. 
I think that's the best game, in my personal opinion. Cool. Without giving away any plot twists or any major spoilers, what's the story about? Give us a sense of the story there. It's basically about a young 18-year-old girl by the name of Max. And what she needs to do is she needs to help her best friend find a missing girl who has gone missing in a, a town. But she has the ability to rewind time. So with this power, she uses it in order to save her best friend and to try and find the missing person. And it's an absolute beautiful story. It's also sad, but it's one of those really good stories that takes your breath away and you get roped into it. Do you know, just with your description there, I know this game. I have seen this. I think it was PewDiePie did a playthrough of it. Yeah. And I have, like... I was blown away. I know exactly what you mean. There's a dead. It reminds me of the film Blade Runner. I don't know if you guys have seen Blade Runner, um, but there's that kind of neon cityscape. Um, but as there's a genuine kind of beauty, I know exactly what you mean. Um, it's a cracking game. I didn't even know the story right enough. I've only seen snippets of it. Um, thanks for that one. It's obviously a game that means a lot to you. I've actually got the game um, in my cabinet and. I've I've actually rewatched it the other day and see the story. It it brought me to tears because of how sad it was and how wow. it, it's also a choice game. So you need it's like one of those games where you need to make a decision and it impacts the story. And it's just one of those right. games where you really need to think hard on what choice to make. It's one of those ones that are just beautiful as well. I love the sound of that. That sounds brilliant. What do you think, Phoenix? Is this one of the ones you've played? It is definitely. I've played so what did you make? Um, I thought it was just brilliant, to be honest with you. Like, the art style, the story, just everything to do with that. I really enjoyed it, which made me want to go back and play it again to see what outcomes have on other choices that we make. Right. So it's, there's a, a philosophy in it. It's a bit of a philosophical kind of. Um, mm-hmm. I I like that. I like that because that and what that part they, they can open into it and instantly want to watch it, not even play it, but just sit back and watch somebody else play it. Um, and I did movie like quality to it. Um, how do you think that game compares to something like The Last of Us? We think the differences are there. I'll come to Lauren first. Um, well, with Life is Strange, it's more of a story that's revolved around teenage drama. It's more revolved around, um, like, super magical like, powers. And if you had the ability to kind of, like, change time, reverse everything... But whereas with whereas with The Last of Us, it's basically a zombie-based game where you can't go back in time to fix it. You have to just keep moving forward. You can't go back to a time where it was all normal. You just have to keep surviving and surviving. You need to fight for survival. The difference yeah. is basically it's a survival game, whereas Life is Strange is more of a laid-back game with a very dark twist. It starts off innocent right. and quite a beautiful start, but then it it then goes into a more darker and deeper concept. Right. Cool. 
Cool. So, Phoenix, how, how would you respond to what Lauren just said? Are you in agreement there, or have you got a different take on things? I would probably say that I'm in definite agreement because Lauren's pretty much summed it up fully. <laughs> um, but, like, I've got to admit, it's like a cinematic type thing as well for me. So, like, you can kind of... Right be laid back and just enjoy it for all it is. Cool. Um, can I just ask you quickly, out, out, out of both the games, you can talk about either game here if you want, because we seem to have kind of gravitated towards Life is Strange and The Last of Us. What um, what was it that made you, um, whatever one your favourite is, let's go with that, what, ma- what made you gravitate towards it? What was the thing that you saw, the thing that you heard that made you want to play that particular game, Lauren? Well, actually, um, there was a time where I didn't really want my Xbox anymore, so Mum and I went up to sell it, and we sold this huge amount of games that I had, and the lady who saw the games I had recommended that Life is Strange would be my ideal type of game. Mm-hmm. So Mum surprised me with it. I was quite interested and the story so I gave it a try at first I thought maybe it's not for me maybe it is but as soon as I got right into it I was like really mesmerized by the story the art and just just everything in general it just really got my attention and the more I played the more I couldn't stop thinking about what was going to happen next I was on the edge of my seat throughout the choices so you actually got a recommendation in a game shop yeah, because that doesn't selling, seem. <laughs> yeah, because I was selling a console that I didn't want. My mum took all the games up that I didn't want anymore, and she, based on how what the games I had, she thought that Life is Strange would be my ideal recommendation. Do it the type uh, of games I was playing and what I was interested at the time. That's and amazing. I'm thankful that she recommended it to me. So whoever you are, thank you. Aye, that's dynamite, man. I didn't think that happened anymore. That gives me a bit of hope. Um, I'll come to you here, Phoenix. What made you, well, first of all, out of those two, what's your favourite and what made you play it? I have got to admit, I've, I've been more drawn to Life is Strange just because I've been watching, I'd initially watched a lot of YouTube videos on it beforehand, so I kind of knew what the story was like and everything. Um, right. But I, I just started seeing a lot of YouTubers do it, and I thought, right, cool, these guys are making these choices. What can I do to change this outcome, or what can I do to change the entire story entirely? Right. Um, and so you, I think, you... on you go. I was just going to say, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it's created by Quantum Dream, I think. I don't know exactly. But they've made a game called uh, Detroit Become Human, and that's kind of like that as well. And that's what kind of got me to like it. Oh, I've I've heard about Detroit Become Human. I heard that that was an absolute phenomenon. That game it was emotional. Well, it's funny because you uh, mentioned. 
Sorry, mentioned, just quickly, you, you you mentioned that you mentioned Detroit Become Human and the main gaming podcast that we recorded yeah. for episode five. And um so do you feel that there's like a there's like a a kind of kinship between that game and the one we're talking about here in Life is Strange? Do you feel that they're almost like brother and sister kind of games? Yeah, definitely. Because you can make choices, you can change outcomes, and it's kind of like one that you can always go back to and change what your your flow of a timeline would be in the beginning of the first run. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, so having a choice seems to be an important element for you two guys as gamers. Yeah. How does it like? How does something like that? There's something like like Portal, for instance. Um, quite a simple game. I'm sure those that are listening have, that have played it would agree. It's, it's, it it can be difficult, but in terms of the, the kind of point of the game, you're only you're trying to blow holes in a wall to get yourself one end of the room, or one end of a cave, or one end of a, a kind of industrial unit to the other. The, the, the kind of point of the game is quite simple, even though making it happen can be really difficult. Do you guys prefer a bit of complexity in your games um, to make the story more compelling and more more engaging? Yeah, I think that actually would be quite an effective um, kind of impact for the game because with complexity. Um, I think if the game's like too planned and too simple, you're not. It's not really going to perk your interest. It's just going to be seen as a simple game. And if you add certain things like to the game, it it keeps you on your toes. It it really keeps your interest. Um, like for example, there was a game that um I was actually obsessed with recently, and it's Shadow of the Colossus. And this game was quite complex to start off because what you're doing is you're defeating these 16 massive giants in order to resurrect a dead girl. And the story was start to finish. It was complex, but it it kept me on the edge of my feet. It really perked my interest. And from start to end, I was blown away by the the graphics, the the creativity and the story. And it's similar Mm -hmm. to what you say about complexity in a game. What about you, Phoenix? Do you, do you feel like you need a complex game if you remain interested, or do you like quite simple games? Where do you sit on that? I would say it depends on who's going to be playing the game, obviously, because if somebody's just wanting a plain, simple puzzle game, not plain, but you know what I mean, I would go yeah. for Portal, because Portal does have, like, elements where you can use your mind and like shift the cubes to the certain bits of the room to open up the next level but if you're wanting a different sort of humanity game that makes the game feel real to you i would probably stick with life is strange and choice based games right Cool. So, what about you though? If it came down to a choice for you, would you gravitate more towards complexity, or would you like? Do you like the simple thing? What would be your choice? 
I would probably say complexity. Why? Just because things can just be changed and altered <laughs> into your... Right. So it's the, even though, like, for instance, I, I've never played this game, guys, so um, I'm thinking, I, I imagine that if you've played this game once and played it all the way through and then you went back and played it again, you could actually play almost almost like playing a different game. Yeah. Is that accurate? Yeah. Right, cool. Tell, tell me more about that, Phoenix. Um, it's pretty much like, I'm going to say it without giving out any spoilers or anything. Good. It's like, um, say one game you accidentally killed the main character by accident. You could do that full run through without that character and then go back and do your second run through and keep the character alive and see how that character impacts the story either later on or all the way through it. So it sounds like there's loads of layers to this. Um, and just thinking back to the to the main the main podcast for a wee second, we talked about how young people can get sucked into games and, and can play them for three and four and five and maybe even longer than that, hours uh, at a time. Do you think it's because these games have got such a, a pull and such a draw that that's how that happens, Lauren? I think it's because they've got such a powerful meaning and some of the events in the game could be something that relates to you in real life or if it's a character that you're really attached to or drawn to, that you feel that you relate to, I think that's what causes you to fall in love with the game due to characters, story, art, and just related events that's ha- maybe happened to you in your life. Because, like, right. if, if, if a character's lost a friend, for example, in the game, and you've lost a friend, but not in the way that they probably have, you could probably relate to them in some way, and it would mean something to you. I think games are really powerful like that when they add story and they add meaning to it. Right. So, I mean, just to give, give the listeners a bit of context here, I'm, I'm a wee bit older. I've been playing games since early, early 90s. And absolutely, games had a, games had a, a story and an arc and they had interesting things. Um, I think back to games myself like Zelda or Metroid um, or even Super Mario to a certain extent, particularly Mario 64. Um, but I, I mean, I, I look at the games and I, I, the only one I've really played on this list is The Last of Us. Um, and I was like 10 minutes in, I was in tears nearly. I was like, what is going on here? This is like playing a film. I think that's the, that's the, the best way I can kind of describe how I see these, uh, how I see these, uh, these, these new games, these games that are built for um, consoles that have got like 250 gig worth of storage and are really high power computers. Um, okay, guys, so we've talked quite a lot about these games, um, some more than others, some of them we're not familiar with, which I suppose gives us a bit of homework. Um, is there any of the games that you've not played just quickly that you'd you'd 
do you want to go away and try? Hey, Lauren, come to you first part. I pro definitely Portal because I feel like I'm actually missing out on such an amazing game. If if Phoenix himself says that it's such an amazing game, then I think, well, I'm missing out, so I really want to give that a try. And Half-Life also sounds quite um quite interesting as well, so that might be another game I'd like to look into. Cool. What about you, Phoenix? I would mainly say Half-Life Alex because it's a VR experience and just the graphics and everything is just amazing from just seeing it from youtube videos it's just beautiful seeing like looking out and everything oh can i just say the vr is absolutely fantastic with games especially when you just put it on you're like wow this feels like i'm actually in the game it's amazing what you what you can do with it i've never had a vr set so I've actually got one, and honestly, it was absolutely addicting to play at the start of when I got it. Ah, it's um, that I I've played one once, and it was really immersive and really kind of I, I found it really like time passed, like you know, hours went past like seconds because you're you literally can't see anything but the game, um. So I totally I totally get the draw, um. Before we finish up here, guys, um, I'd just like to have a wee bit of fun with these games. I know we've not played them all, um, but if we were going to rank them in terms of their their uh, their um, potential to make us rage quit, um, what would we what would we put as well? Number one, this is going to drive me mental, and well, number five, actually, I play this game to relax. Um, Lauren, go for it. What's your gut reaction? Well, to start off with mostly rage-inducing, it's probably a mix between Limbo and The Last of Us because I've actually played The Last of Us completely and there's like a creature in the game called a clicker. I knew you were going to mention them. And the clickers are absolutely infuriating to kill. You need to rely on making sure you stay quiet and you can't use gun. you can't use bullets, you can't use bullets to kill them. And see, every single time I was on a level with a clicker, I was enraged. <laughs> I nearly gave up halfway through the game when it came to clickers. So I'd say that's probably the top rank of the rage quit. Limbo's also cool. quite rage What would be your least likely one to rage quit out of that list, do you think? Um, life is strange because it, de in fact, it actually depends because you need to rely on your rewind power to keep winding back and rewinding back to go back to certain events and sometimes it can put you in a bit of a, a bit of pressure so it i would say that it is most of the game is mostly calming quite low low temper so i'd say that's at the low bottom of the list cool what do you think? What would be your most likely to make your age? To be honest with you, Portal. <laughs> Just because <sighs> some levels I... you can easily get stuck on, like you don't know where to place your portals, you don't know where to place the cubes, you don't even know what you're doing in that level. <sighs> 
even for the yep. finales, that is, that's uh, quite rage inducing, I'd say. I'm not giving out any spoilers. Is I don't remember it. Is it also I... based on where you stand? Because like, there's certain platforms you might fall off. I have seen a little bit of Portal, and I think there's certain platforms you need to watch you don't fall. That'd be Portal 2. Yeah, yeah. there's loads yeah. of... Yeah, it's really, it's really technical, um, and I, like, um, I played it with somebody who had played it. I did a big playthrough of both of them actually in one day, and uh, I was playing it with somebody that knew the game really well and could. Sense. But I think, to be honest, I mean that was last summer, and I think if if my mate hadn't been there to kind of coach me through it, I'd still be playing. Um, it's it's something that fried my head and definitely made me want to raise quite a wee bit. Um, quickly, Phoenix, what, what ones you're, would you play to relax? What one would you be like, no, this is chill, I'm not going to, there's no, no danger in my rage quitting here? Uh, I would probably say, just from seeing YouTube clips, Half-Life Alex. Right. Just because it looks so calm and, and just really relaxing. <laughs> Cool. Okay, guys, we're going to wrap it up there. Thank you so much for your contributions. Um, thank you to Alex for the game suggestions. Um, if you've all played Half-Life Alex, Portal, Life is Strange, Limbo, or The Last of Us, they all come highly recommended. Um, I'm going to go and download this tonight. It sounds absolute dynamite. Um, I hope you've all learned something. I hope we come away with something valuable for you, guys. And... Um, be sure to check out the um, Real Time Podcast channel um, on Apple Podcasts and on Google Podcasts. Uh, we'll see you in the next one, guys. Say bye, everybody. Bye, guys. You can find us via Facebook and Twitter, and you'll get access to our webinars and live performances and our weekly newsletter. And if you want to find more information, you can find us on www.realtimemusic.net. Say bye, Lauren. Bye. See you later, guys. Thanks for listening.